All right, welcome to the postgame pod right here on the Locked On Ole Miss podcast channel. Thank you for tuning in. Tennessee completes their sweep of Ole Miss. A little bit of drama late today, but Tennessee won the game. They took an early 4-0 lead, was able to hold on, ended up winning the game 4-3. That is back-to-back sweeps for Tennessee. The first sweep they had was against South Carolina, who right before Tennessee went beat Texas, and right after Tennessee beat Vanderbilt. Won both series, got swept by Tennessee. Tennessee then swept Ole Miss. Ole Miss, we know how good they are. We do have some questions about it, but this is the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. Tune in. You are Locked On Ole Miss. Your daily podcast on the Ole Miss Rebels. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, welcome to the post-game pod right here on the Locked On Ole Miss channel. Thank you for tuning in, and thank you for making the Locked On podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Do me a favor, subscribe to the YouTube channel, um, upvote the video itself, and of course hit the bell for notifications to be delivered to you whenever we do another video, um, which we do quite often, especially during football times. But thank you very, very much for tuning in and reminder if that youtube channel hits a thousand subscribers by football season we will do a live post game show after every game so that should be a lot of fun um already have some people committed to it still working on a couple more um but it could be quite interesting but that's what we have if we have a thousand subscribers we will do a live post game show with um former rebel legends um, on these shows, so this would be good for you. Anyway, Tennessee's a good team. Best team in college baseball. They're going to be number one on Monday. They deserve to be number one. Um, they thoroughly impressed me um, all weekend long. And one of the things that impressed me was after Hayden Dunhurst hit the three-run home run to make it 4-3, to three, and Jacob Gonzalez was just starting to time up and tee off a little bit on Sewell, um, on with a 3-2 count, Tony Vitello did not waste any time. He changed the pitcher right then um, because he saw what everybody else saw. This is about to be a really bad situation for his starting pitcher. Um, yeah, I mean, for his relief pitcher, we need to get him out, get another guy in, and maybe we can get the last strike. Um, we ended up first and second in the bottom of the ninth. Was unable to bring the run home. That happens. That's the way it is. But today... Ole Miss lost 4-3 to with a three-run home run by Hayden Dunhurst that kind of, Ole Miss had a um, track record in this series, and that is fall down early. Of course, in the first two games, they would fall down to where it was out of reach. Hit a couple home runs late, and that was 12-1 to in the first um, game. 10-3, to two home runs in the second game. Hayden Dunhurst did it on the third game, but it was 4-3 to three the final. The difference is we were able to control their bats a little bit to give this team the ability to come back in the game. It wasn't just that the demolition happened like the first two games. It was a little bit more drama and a little bit uh, more excitement from the teams. Maybe some confidence got drew from it. I do not know, but Tennessee is really good, and they have a series with Vanderbilt next weekend, which... If they can sweep them, Tennessee has a chance to put a ridiculous number up in college baseball this year in conference play. 
Like he could be like 25 and five. That's, that's the type of team they have. Now the one weakness I saw and I noticed, and this is because this happened in every game, is after you get the starters out of the game, they might have a little bit of drop off to the bullpen. Now their starters are really, really good. Really, really good as we just saw. And it's hard to get to that bullpen. But if you can make them use that bullpen, there's a chance maybe you could wear out arms. This is a team that might struggle, for instance, um, in the latter stages of the SEC tournament. Not that it matters, just because of lack of bullpen arms, in my opinion, for what I saw. Tennessee is really good. I didn't see any weaknesses in the field. They filled the ball really well. They knocked the tar out of the ball. I don't know how they do it. I just don't know how, to, how they do it but they hit the ball solid. There's not like wrist shots and all that that you see from other teams. They hit the ball really solid. It, honestly, it's a reminder from when LSU played gorilla ball back in the day. That's what it kind of looked like early on Friday and Saturday. It, it, it was unbelievably impressive. Um, and they're going to be the number one um, team in the country come Monday. I love and I hate those buzzer beaters, the drama, but oh, the pain when you have, you're on the other side of it. What That is what has happened in um, several games in the tournament, and I needed the other thing to happen. Stat Heroes as single game pick'ems are the, pit the star players against each other in an amazing hybrid between fantasy and sports gambling. Take control back from those handicappers that always seem to have the advantage. Start focusing on the players. You know best with the gameplay that doesn't rely on big spreads, long arms, lods, or funky props. Stat Hero gives you the advantage, resulting in their gamers winning four times more often. Why? Because Stat Hero eliminates the mystery about who or what you're going up against. So, this is what you do. Sign up today, free, right now at stathero.com slash locked on and use promo code Locked on, all one word. Um, for 100% deposit match, that's stathero.com slash locked on. Use promo code locked on for a 100% match. Stathero.com slash locked on, promo code locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Also, this is almost the time of year when I've given up on my New Year's resolutions, but not this year. This year, I'm sticking to my resolution to eat right thanks to Built Bar. It almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. Have you tried the Puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first protein-infused marshmallow. They are fluffy. They're marshmallow. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new for this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. They are delicious, and they are new flavors coming out of the time. If they think a flavor might be good, they'll make it. It'll be delicious, and it will be good for you. At Built Bar, they're all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first, then they figure out how to make it healthy, and I don't know how they do it, but they pull it off every single time. So here's the offer. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Now, like I said, we talked about the game. We all saw what happened. It you know, it was not a good weekend for Ole Miss. I'm not going to say it was a disaster because, for instance, last year at the same time, Arkansas went down to um, Starkville and just demolished Mississippi State. Mississippi State didn't win the national title. I'm not saying Ole Miss going to win the national title. I'm going to say let's keep this weekend in perspective. That's what I ask. Now, 
Saying that, Ole Miss has some problems they need to fix. And how they do on them depends on how they're going to do moving forward. And one of the things, their rotation. I, their, their weekend, their starters have issues. They just do. It's almost at the point where you put the freshmen in and let them go because they're going to give you about the same thing. Have John Gaddis in for a long release. Maybe do um, the Hunter Elliott thing, just switch them out. But it's, it's a situation to where um, that lineup is problematic. Now, also fielding the ball, they don't do well. They're not the greatest base running team. So we have talked multiple times that Ole Miss needs to pitch the ball really well when their bats aren't working. Three times this season, that has not happened. Three times already. Out of six games, three of them, that has happened. That is not a recipe for going far and making it down the road um, in the postseason. It's just not. So if the bats aren't going to be there, the arms have to make up for it. I mean, it's just the way it is. So until that happens, you're going to see results like Friday and Saturday, honestly. Although Tennessee's arms, you're, you're probably not going to see those very often. And Ole Miss has Kentucky, and then they have Alabama. So is it? It's a chance right now over this next two and a half weeks to get a little bit right. Now, Kentucky took two or three from Georgia today. Good team. Now, I'm not saying these teams aren't good. I'm saying that they're not Tennessee. And even before then, after then, I think they go they play South Carolina, and that is going to be a little bit of a war too. So I, I am curious how this season is going to go. And the conversation that we need to have happen and you can put the comments in below if you want to, is what are our expectations for the baseball team? I know we put up vague things and everything, and, and whether you have a take on Mike Bianco or not depends on your take moving forward about expectations. There's probably somebody that will tell you Omaha is the expectation no matter what. I don't know if I would necessarily listen to them. I think the regional, a super regional is the goal every year. Um, but Omaha, I understand the frustration of not getting there. That's all I have to say about that. And we need to talk, what is your expectation of this baseball program moving forward? That's the question we need to know. That's the root. It's not a Mike, does Mike Bianco deserve to stay or does he deserve to go question. That, that's not the question. It is, what is the expectation of our baseball program? Honestly. Because if your expectation is being in every game and in every series, now this series was a blip on the radar, bad things happen, whatever, but generally this team is. And they win games. I'm not defending, I'm not going against, I'm just saying we need to figure out what we are going to say the expectation is for the baseball program. Because then you can actually put realistic things on Mike Bianco and expectations. If one group of people, his expectation is hosting a regional, and I guarantee you there are those groups of people. Hosting a regional is their in-game goal. Why? Because in Oxford, they can sell hotel rooms, the local businesses. It's another big baseball weekend. It's just the way it is. Now, some of the diehards, which there aren't many of them. There aren't. They're loud, but there aren't many of them. The expectation is Omaha. They want to get to Omaha. The, rea the rest is kind of somewhere in the middle. 
You might need to win that regional and make a super regional. That's kind of where we are. But I will say this before I get out of here. I remember when Pat Harrison and um, Jake Gibbs and all that was the baseball coach back then, and Ole Miss baseball was nothing. Now, understand that a change in the baseball program is a fear of going backwards. There's a chance you could go back. Absolutely. Everything that is built could go away. And that is scary. I'm very risk-averse when it comes to the baseball program because, honestly, I'm fairly satisfied of the results they're giving. It's not something we're expecting to win the national championship, but they're good enough to have fun and they can provide something in the spring months while we go from football to whatever else is going on. Um, But it is what it is. But you need to decide what is your expectations for the baseball program. Not Mike Bianco, not anything going on. What is the baseline expectations of this team? Put it in the comments below, and um, we'll talk about it eventually. Tomorrow on the show, we will tell you about, on the Lockdown Ole Miss podcast, we'll tell you about the player that is kind of making an oppression in spring football. It might not be who you think. We'll talk a little bit about it, and it should be a lot of fun. But tune in for that, the Lockdown Ole Miss podcast. Um, Monday morning at 7 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Um, Central, and we'll talk all about spring football. We'll, we'll, we'll get into it. But anyway, I want everybody to have a good time. Ole Miss State loser got swept at home. Can't get swept at home. Um, to Tennessee. Tennessee's a really good baseball program, and good luck for them. They play the game in a fun way, the right way, and seems to be having a lot of fun. So congratulations to them. Um, tune in for the Lockdown Ole Miss podcast, and we'll have a lot of, a lot of fun doing that. So till then. See March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.